Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Or whenever you are deciding to listen into this cast. Number one, thank you for being here. Number two, thank you for the few extra clicks that you uh, use to find your way here. There's space for you here. Just always know that if you know nothing else, which I'm sure you know a lot, is that there's always space for you here and anyone you decide to bring to the table. Thank you for being here. We're better for having you. Um, but uh, welcome. Hey, listen, if this is your first time here, just want to let you know, outside of having space for you, this podcast was created to help add peaceful and positive perspective, kind of like that boost in the middle of the week to help you tackle or take down the obstacles or the barriers that may have a tendency to hold you back and or hold you up. Hence, the middle of the week muscle, the midweek muscle. That's what we're all about here. And I hope that you can find a little bit of solitude in this episode as we navigate through this conversation around self-care. Now, why do we need it? Why is it even important to talk about? Number one, because we be neglecting it for real. So last week I shared that I will uh, attempt to unpack the part of being present that we kind of glossed over last week a little bit. Uh, So this week I'm really swinging into it and really digging into the files around what that being present looks like in the midst of our busy lives. So, okay, there are so many things to consider here, uh, but when considering the term present, right, does that mean emotional? Does it mean physical? Does it mean spiritual? Or is it like a feeling? What is it? And, you know, to anybody or under any circumstance, it can represent so much. And for that, I will acknowledge that you're absolutely right. When you think of the term presence, it's like all of that. Um, so you're right. There's no debate. Um, but did you know, my smart friend, did you know that there are nine dimensions of wellness? There's nine, one, two, three, four, nine, nine, right? So those dimensions all require a presence. They require you to operate in self-care to keep them well. Um, meaning that you have to tend to those just as much as you would tend to the oil changes on your car or regular doctor checkups. Don't do that. Well, like you would do any chore or task, like taking the trash out or making sure you catch your regular TV show series if you're not binge watching, because we talked about that last week, right? So I don't want to add to your list of things to do. Um, but to unpack them the best way that I can, I'm, I'm just quickly going to list what those nine dimensions of wellness are. And just as a reminder for you, right? Cause I talked about this last week, self care 
it, the definition of it is that self-care are the activities and practices that we use to regularly reduce stress and maintain and enhance our well-being in a very intentional way. Self-care is personal and professional, and it's not just relaxation, you know, just relaxing or taking a load off. It's actually very, very important to utilize, especially when you have a work that deals in line with service, helping, or dealing with the public in general. And so even though I speak to entrepreneurship a lot, what I do know is that my entrepreneurs have to work with people to build their businesses. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, but you're in the service industry, doesn't matter what service it is. It can be everything from taxes to food service. Doesn't matter. Hospitality management. If you're working with the public, it is of utmost importance that you operate with self-care. And here's why. The nine dimensions of wellness are, and you can count me just to be sure, physical, emotional, academic, or career. That's one. Social, creative, spiritual, environmental, financial, and intellectual. Let me say it again. Remember, academic and career are one. Physical, emotional, academic and career, social, creative, spiritual, environmental, financial, and intellectual. So last week, y'all remember me saying this? Stress plus inadequate support resources equals burnout. And support resources, if we could just package it really quick, that's directly linked to self-care. Support resources can also mean like talking to someone or seeking medical treatment if you're dealing with something. You know, like it can look like a number of things, but self-care is also a support resource. And and self-care can exist in both personal and professional realms. However, If you look at those two realms, they require a different plan and a different set of practices. Those different plans and practices require boundaries to uphold them. See, those nine dimensions of wellness that I just listed must be tended to through self-care by the use of having boundaries to protect and engage them well. Boundaries, good people are self-care. They are healthy. They are normal. They are necessary. And while boundaries can mean different things to different people, and many times we talk about them in the context of body and personal spaces, it doesn't have to mean just that. As a matter of fact, it can mean different things to different people. Ultimately, if we just boil it down, boundaries are limits or rules that we set for ourselves within our relationships. That also includes work. And many of us, myself included, will very easily violate certain boundaries just to get that one step ahead or that one step forward and neglect some of those personal dimensions of wellness. For example, bringing work into the home space just so you can get caught up. 
Good people, I used to work my entire Sunday so that I could be ready for conversations and travel on Monday through Friday, giving up one of my personal days just to make sure that I didn't stumble through the week. Ouch, right? That, that, that was my former self. That was something that I used to do. Um, giving up on your workout or diet regiment because you were stressed out or overwhelmed that week, right? Um, what about sacrificing quality time with someone special because you prioritize the busyness of your life over spending time with that person, right? Now, obviously, like the work from home situation is like in recent years, uh, working from home and remote work has become a standard practice and a norm. And you kind of have to, if you're working from home, you kind of have to work from your home space. But even then, we still have to set boundaries. We still have to take the initiative to set those boundaries, like how, like, uh, maybe we set boundaries within the times in which we decide to do work or where in the home where we allow ourselves to do work. Those in and of themselves can be acts of self care because whether you know this or not, we all have our own threshold of what trains us or what gives us life. See, Oprah says this, you cannot have a meaningful life without having self-reflection. So where does that build into this whole pocket of talking about boundaries, self-care, and those dimensions of wellness? Well, part of setting boundaries has to do with being present to your mind and body, having that self-reflection. So what is that and what does that even mean? Glad you asked. We're going to talk about it as soon as we're done with bum-ba-bum for the culture trivia. Ready? Get your thinking hats on, get them ready because we're getting ready to go at it in three, two, and one. True or false, today, August 17th, is National Black Cat Appreciation Day. I just spoke of Oprah. How long did her TV series run? Is it A, 15 seasons, B, 25 seasons, or C, 30 seasons? What does every cloud have? On the periodic table, what is the symbol for oxygen? Which GOAT tennis player is doing her soft retirement tour as we speak? Oh my gosh, I left you next to no time to finish up your answers, but I want to know how you did. How'd you do? You ready to go over these answers? Okay, let's do it. All right, true or false, today, August 17th, is National Black Cat Appreciation Day. If you answered true, because that was so darn specific, then you would be correct. According to the spruce.com, this is a national appreciation day that is just for those special black cats. Who knew, right? I just spoke of Oprah. How long did her TV series run? Is it A, 15 seasons, B, 25, or C, 30 seasons? If you answered B, 25 series seasons, you would be correct. Wow, it doesn't even seem like she was on the air for that long, but like absolutely she was. Now, this one is a little tricky. What does every cloud have? If you answered a silver lining, you'd be absolutely correct. Great job. That was tricky. 
On the periodic table, what is the symbol for oxygen? Wild guess. O. Just simply O. Actually, I think uh, oxygen is listed as a non-reactive or very reactive non-metal. That's what it is. Very reactive non-metal. Pretty cool, huh? And which GOAT player, greatest of all time tennis player, is doing her soft retirement tour as we speak? If you answered Serena Williams, you would be correct and super sad. Serena Williams has announced that she will soon retire from tennis. Um, and she is one of the most celebrated and accomplished athletes of all times. She will play in the U.S. Open later this month, I think in August, and then retire. She has won 23 Grand Slam singles titles. Just amazing. So I tip my hat to Serena. She's actually played in my home city yesterday. She was supposed to play on Monday, but it got postponed. Again, super sad I couldn't be there in person. Maybe if I planned better, I would have been able to go watch her live. But uh, someone that I do know was able to capture snapshots of Venus and get some um, signatures. So that was pretty cool. Okay, well, how'd you do? Did you do a good job? Are you about to be the trivia champ? Well, if you are, don't forget to tell them who prepped you. Send them this way, would you? All right. So let's get back to um, setting boundaries for wellness, right? So, um, okay. There are three ways because we we set boundaries are self-care, right? And so there are three ways that we may need to consider good people at looking at setting boundaries for better care over those nine dimensions of wellness. So first, according to this uh class that I took and the certification that I acquired for this class and uh, a doctor was leading the charge here. Um, first and foremost, in order to set boundaries so you can operate in self-care is you have to do a check-in. You have to check in with yourself. Yep. Just like you would a hotel. Got to check in. Um, now, the way that this was presented to me and I'm giving this to you is that you have to check your personal engine. Okay. No problem. We can do that, right? We can check our personal engine, but what's the personal engine? Okay. You have to check in your personal engine or your emotions. Like how are you feeling? Right. When you're starting to experience things like overwhelmed, feeling upset, stressed, uh, feeling like really tired, um, feeling even excited or happy or what have you, you have to do those check-ins. Why? Because if you're checking in with this part of yourself, is almost like looking at the dashboard of your car and seeing a couple of those lights on the dashboard, either letting you know they're in a good space or flashing, uh, like, hey, 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 you, um, can you, can you, can you look at me real quick? So low oil or low tire. Or, um, like your gas is running low or something like that. And trust me, I hate when those lights pop on. So you better believe as soon as I see something that has like a yellow flashing light or an exclamation point, like I'm instantly <laughs> into the shop because I hate car trouble. So yes, just like you would, just like you would do that and check 
that dashboard to make sure your car is maintenance. We would want to do that for our own personal selves, like our feelings, right? If you bypass all of these feelings or you bypass those flashing lights, it can make for larger issues down the line. So why do I say that about boundaries? Uh, Well, if your boundaries are unclear or they're not put in place, we can give our attention and energy to stuff that doesn't belong to us, right? We can end up giving our energy out to something that isn't ours. And that can drain you more than you even more than you can imagine, right? The second thing that we have to do um, to set those boundaries to pr- operate in self-care over those dimensions of wellness is to um, ground yourself. Now, grounding exercises are important, but what does it mean to ground yourself? Like put yourself on the floor or like put your feet on the floor? Well, it could mean that, right? Um, but sometimes good people, we just need to keep the main thing, the main thing. And we need to prioritize the main thing. So if that's your kids, great. If that's your home life, great. If that's your relationship, great. If that's your, the goal that you have for your work, then great. But we need to keep the main thing, the main thing. And sometimes we say yes to things that could be good for the main thing that aren't the main thing. Um, and so what are some things that we can do to ground ourselves? Well, if there are feelings that are popping up that generally don't or feelings that are popping up after certain occurrences, then we need to pay attention to those feelings because obviously they're, they are there as indicators letting you know, like, mm, whatever it is that's happening, it's not serving you. Sis, whatever it is that you're saying yes to and it's making you feel away. It's not serving you, bro. Whatever that thing is that keeps popping up for you and you keep having this feeling that's a little bit off, that's your body's way of telling you. That's the universe's way of telling you. That is your sixth sense way of telling you that that's not serving you, right? Now, there's many ways in which you can ground yourself to like become like aware of these feelings. And sometimes, uh, sometimes if you're a prayerful person, sometimes that's through prayer, Maybe it's through meditation or through affirmations, or maybe it's through expressing gratitude. I mean, there's so many ways that you can do this, but we have to recognize where something is taking us off center. The last thing that I'll share with you today is that, um, is to pay attention to what's draining you, good people. Um, that's the last boundary. And again, We can't always stay away from work. If work is the thing that's draining you, you can't always stay away from work. However, we all know that there's certain spaces or people or certain things that happen at work, that pop off at work, that make us go, making you want to crawl up out your skin, right? So before entering into those spaces or interactions with those people, Maybe in exposing yourself to the the likeness and the kindness of those people or the behaviors that they demonstrate or the situations at work that have drained you in the past, maybe before exposing yourself to those things at work, maybe you, one, ground yourself first by using one of the methods mentioned before, prayer, gratitude, um, 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 affirmations, meditation, 
whatever you do to center yourself, like get yourself in a little bit of like a, a protective space or like a little bubble that you have to place around yourself or around your mind or around your heart, right? I know this sounds weird, but sometimes in my previous working experiences, um, where it was high intensity, high pace, high activity, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes I would have to do all three of these things, say a prayer, sing a little song, uh, affirmations, and get myself in the zone before going into those workspaces because I knew that some occurrences with certain people in certain situations would drain the life out of me. And sometimes I cried. (laughs) Sometimes I actively cried because it was that draining. And so again, I'm laughing because I can see it more clearly now, but in the middle of it, I just felt all over the place and I wasn't willing to check in with myself, but rather my emotions were flying. Clearly as I'm talking to you, you'd be like, wow, girl, you need a new job. But it wasn't until I was able to step outside of it that I was able to see it more clearly. And so again, these steps might be a healthy reminder for you that these are available to you, whether you know it or not. And the reason why I say this is because you can't control other people like we talked about in the last episode. You can, though, operate with a little self-preservation So that way you can conduct yourself in a way that is still productive and yet not fully drain you. And who wants to do that? Someone that still desires to do well wherever they are, even though they can't control what's happening in their environment. Remember, your environment is a dimension of wellness. Boundaries is an act of self-care in that dimension. You tracking where I'm going? I'm glad because I know this deep. Uh, I, I just want to end with saying this, building boundaries, good people, is like a muscle. In order for you to get good at doing it, you actually have to practice it. You don't just walk into the gym thinking you're going to expect to lift 500 pounds without building up to it. And if you do, you're going to throw something out of whack. Uh, people throw stuff out of whack with much less weight. However, you you have to practice. You have to build it up. It's how you develop that muscle memory to be able to do something. Um, uh, and building boundaries is like one of those. Um, it does require practice and it does require you to be open and honest about what your needs are. It also requires you to communicate them somewhere, rather it's to somebody who you feel re- respected by or respects you or you respect them, someone you trust or someone who represents a responsible, caring sort of attitude or disposition towards you. Maybe it's a friend even, right? You have to communicate those things out um, to gain practice, to see if they're reasonable or unreasonable, right? So you can go back and exercise them where you have to, maybe in your workspaces, maybe in your personal lives, maybe in your friendships. And then you have to be accountable to those boundaries, right? Including identifying what is serving you and what is not. Good people, that's all I have for you today. Like this is a muscle that we can activate today. You can clear, you can look at your calendar and start to say, what is the main thing on my calendar that I, number one, 
need to do? And then what is the main thing in my calendar that makes me feel like this is something that I'd like to achieve or that I want to do? Meaning care for my family, care for my household, get this done for myself. Anything else that doesn't serve that priority of a need to do or that priority of what will help ground and center you maybe needs to be rescheduled. These are things that can be activated today. Is there a meeting that is encroaching your time at home? Is that a meeting that doesn't have a sharp deadline or a sharp priority for a raise or whatever you're looking towards? Then maybe it needs to be rescheduled for a day within your working schedule. Are you doing work where you have your playtime and your family time and your downtime? Maybe you erect a boundary where you're like, nah, I'm going to do my work in this space. Again, these are all things that can start today. You don't have to wait for the prime moment or the prime opportunity. You can get those underway as soon as you recognize that there's a need for it. And, or even before you recognize that there's a need for it, because by the time you feel there's a need for it, it's probably been in is probably been passing your boundary for quite some time. So yes, where are some things where we can set up some boundaries and operate within those boundaries to help us operate in self-care better? I tell you one thing for me is once I'm done with my activities for work and my trainings for work, I'm turning it off. So that way I can be active and activated in my home spaces, right where I would desire to be. So you can maybe see that and maybe take a note out of this uh, episode and, and maybe share it to some people that you find would be helpful. Hey, listen, if this was helpful for you, I hope you can use it. If it wasn't helpful for you, thank you for listening because you listened all the way through the episode this week. Maybe you can pass it along to a friend or a coworker that might see the value in listening to this episode and maybe even last week's episode too, right? If you can, would you please share it? That'd be so great. Hey, hit me up, Jay-Z at the midweekmuscle.com. There is um, opportunities to reach out or connect with me via social media at the Midweek Muscle. Hey, good people, you guys are great. You guys are excellent. Setting boundaries can start today, but it is something that needs to be practiced so you can utilize them and be accountable for them tomorrow. And until this time next week, I will see you then. And as always, let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go.